It's the last Sunday before Christmas, ladies and gents. Outside Big Ben, Proclamation and Gavin's back at its finest hour. Thank you for coming through. I really appreciate people coming and supporting the show, Proclamation News and Gavin's. It's with the prodigious, the prominent professor. I'm always up in there, always up with the new, new propaganda that's coming through, so stay tuned. <coughs> stay, stay tuned. I just want to give a um, big shout out to um, PSS Alarms. Very etiquette and pragmatic works are carried out. All areas covered, including central station monitor, providing all work done according to insurance requirements. This is a friend of mine's company. He's carried out works in Carrie Kane's stepmother's house in Hertfordshire Pods Bar. He's carried out etiquette works in Essex, such as Casabar Restaurant and many more big businesses. Please uh, bear in mind, Casabar is not actually called Casabar anymore. It's called itself. I think it's a Brazilian. Um, I think it's a Brazilian uh, cuisine. I think you have to check. Anyway, get a pen and paper ready. Installation and maintenance of intruder arms, fire alarms, CCTV, all work guaranteed and certified to SSAIB standards. 24-hour call-out service. Can provide CCTV for pubs, clubs, restaurants or new business setup to cure your business. Mention Professor Johnson for its discount. 07908. 216142 07908 216142 I just want to say if you're in your car and you're listening to me on YouTube that we do have um, we are on Spotify we're on Castbox we're on Google Cast Apple Cast we're on all the other platforms so please if you put in Google search proclamation news and governance it'll come up with different um, radio service providers where you can find us I only do like an hour most days if I'm not uh, deep in south in my education but um, yeah, this is what I do day in, day out, pretty much, when, as and when I can. Also do audio books of um, my study modules as well. Um, before you enter the UK roads, think safety, think first. Do not enter your vehicle under sleep deprivation, under the influence of narcotics and alcohol. Don't think about yourself, think about the other occupants inside the UK roads, such as the innocent. You've got innocent children, innocent mothers, innocent fathers, grand granddads, grandmas. All the elderly folks that go on the road that don't take narcotics or alcoholism, being you know being a bit inconsiderate that you're taking the wheel under the influence. I know some people might think they can manage their car, but the chance are if you're, if you're sleep deprived, you're not fully concentration on the road. Uh, make sure you've got tax, MOT, your car's insured. Check for PSI limits. Make sure your tyres have got plenty, plenty sufficient uh, air pressure. Make sure you have a driving license as well. You know, I've been in many uh, local constabularies and see so many car incidents, cars been stolen, or a young kids just got his car before he's got his driving license, gone out and had a, pr a massive prank on a motorway or some of some sort. So it's very important, isn't it? Little things in life can save the day. Check for further uh, police, um, police, well, police safety actions. If they're putting their hands up to slow down, slow down. Road signs. Check for road workers. Make sure the road workers are not emerging beyond the, uh, beyond the fence. Drive vigilantly around road works. Obviously, check your cinema and wing mirror before turning. Acting in safe, sufficient direction. Choice. People listen, listen. They think, oh, I've done all this in my theory, but you go onto the road and all that goes out the window because you're eating, you're eating a sandwich or you're smoking a fag or, you know, or you're just driving under the influence and not paying any attention whatsoever. You see so many incidents. I, mean, I was watching a. I was actually watching that, um, is it 365 shots? With the police, I don't know it's in America, but um, they're still 
you know, the police chase. It's absolutely ludicrous. I think the police are actually at fault because um, they, they actually murdered the people, but for firing the gun or some sort. Anyway, moving on. On the A12, lanes closed. One lane is closed and queuing traffic due to accident. Two cars involved on the A12 northbound between Junction 18, A1060 Danbury and Junction 19, A130 Colster Road. Boreham interchange congestion to Junction 17 Hell Green. Lane 2 of 2 is closed. Travel time is 20 minutes. This is reported at 12pm. It's actually been reported 42 minutes ago. So you don't know if there was, you know, these one of these drivers could have been at sleep deprivation. I'm not going to jump to a conclusion. It's not my place to do so, but I'm just saying, I'm giving these simple things. It can only take a simple mistake for someone having an accident. Or even elderly folks, you know, some elderly folks are um, physically ill and they're not paying attention as well. So, you know, it's not always the youth or today's fault. So we're not always to point blame at somebody. But as, I, as is my job to sit here and compare and contrast and analyze different datas, I tried to make assumption. Two lanes closed and heavy traffic due to accident. A car is involved in the M25 anti-clockwise from Junction 21A, St Albans. Lanes one of two or four are closed. Travel time is around 20 minutes. This is in Watford at 20 past 12. This is all fresh car incidents happening right now. This one is a small lane is closed. Two lanes closed and stopped start traffic on A41 Watford Way southbound before A504 Station Road in construction area. Lane closures in place for water main works. 20 past eight. You've got to look out for road workers. As I was saying, drive vigilantly around road works. I don't think many people from my constituency will be around the London area today unless you're a lobby driver, perhaps. Might be working the weekend. A205 queuing traffic on A205 South Circle, both ways around the Elm Church. Congestion to Red Road by westbound, eastbound, back to the Mistletoe Green in the construction area. Tempe traffic lights are in place. This is a pause at 5 minutes past 10 a.m. today. Um, Barry Sidman, uh, Simmons. A11. Reports of obstruction on the road on A11 at B. 1106 Elverdon Junction traffic is coping well. We're going to um, go on to one more segment before we have a quick break. So I like posting all the incidents on Twitter because there's a lot of lorry drivers that follow me and uh, Proclamation News and Gavins on Twitter. I think it's actually Professor Johnson. I couldn't put Proclamation News and Gavins in there. What Sergeant Javid has just this minute spoken about? I mean, what's your? I mean, I've been having a bit of a critical disagreement with humanity it's humanity against government as always um i'm not i'm not in the say i'm not in the know i don't know i just read and listen to lbc and whatever else see on the news always checking um the daily mail bbc newscast essex uh, essex live as well because that's my constituency always looking at the new um protocol over christmas i've got a bit of an insight sometime before others because I get e also get emails from uh, Parliament inside Parliament what's actually going to be, gonna be um, what other ministers are discussing so I always get the fresh news I'm studying politics so you know I'm going to be part of um, well I am I'm part of the uh, union part of the union not actually fully fledged part of the union but I'm on the way to be and fully fledged 
so I'm part of the union. I do get um, updated news. Vijay Taylor, a GP in North West London, is working as part of the team at a mass vaccination centre in Wembley Stadium, hoping to give 10,000 people their booster jabs today. It is one of 3,000 venues across the UK working to deliver across the second jabs as well as booster jabs to right Christmas. Clinical staff are working alongside St John's Ambulance, the Army, as well as volunteers acting as runners and marshals to make sure everyone gets their vaccine. Dr Taylor says the process is running very smoothly. Many warning, my warning to everyone is to keep your social, uh, social contact for a minimum so that, you're, so that you're fit and well to meet your loved ones at Christmas. But come and have your booster as well so that your immunity is primed. If we get 10,000 today, that will be excellent. Um, the Omicron to hit Northern Ireland like a ton of bricks. Where's um, Jarvid's discussion? That's what I want to see. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you about the uh, restrictions in a minute. Hospitality. The new Omicron variant is going to hit Northern Ireland like a ton of bricks. The country's deputy first minister warns. Michelle O'Neill has said... Modelling presented to Stormont Minister suggests that the region could be facing 30,000 cases a day in a worst case scenario. We know that by the end of the year, this will be dominant strain of COVID. And we know that we will peak in the middle of January. We know it's going to spread rapidly, she said. Plans for new restrictions to be applied after Christmas are expected to be announced on Wednesday. But Miss O'Neill told the BBC Sunday Politics Programme that ministers will act before then if it is deemed necessary. What is a circuit breaker? Health Secretary Sajid Javid has not ruled out bringing in new restrictions a circuit breaker before Christmas. But what exactly is a circuit breaker? For reminder, there's a video here. I'm going to give you a bit of a, a minute long. See if they does speak. I don't think they will speak on it. It's probably just direct, but I'll, I'll read it out as I see it. A circuit breaker or a fire break is like a mini lockdown. It's a short, sharp period where rules and restrictions get much more strict, so there are fewer opportunities for COVID-19 to spread. What exactly changes will vary by country. It should mean that an area then sees a fall in cases, but how far they fall isn't clear. And it depends how strict the rules are and how much people stick to them. It gets its name from the breakers you see in electric circuits, when there's a problem, these breakers stop electricity from flowing, preventing bigger problems down the line. In some places, they're called fire breaks, a reference to when firefighters clear land of all trees, plants and grass to try and stop a fire from spreading. It's usually a two-week period, but a circuit breaker could last longer. The idea is that they buy time. But what will governments do with this time? Allow the health service to recover? Allow time to improve contact tracing systems? What steps are they going to take to ensure the problem doesn't come back again when the circuit breaker ends? It needs to be enough time to stop transmission, but not too long, because that would cause even more problems for the economy, which has its own consequences. There you go, that's what a circuit breaker is. I, did, I was reading about the uh, circuit breaker last night, and it's, possibly, it's going to be coming into effect straight after Christmas, or possibly before Christmas. But I'm hoping after because we all want to see our loved ones. And you know what? It's going to be hard times. It is going to be hard times, but the government do support people financially. So there's no point 
jumping on a bandwagon, fighting each other, arguing with each other over social media, whatever else. I mean, I've discussed with loads of people, like, because I'm a social media, um, talk, well, I'm a bit of a, I've got, I'm on a talk radio show where you, people come straight into the conversation with you and you end up having massive arguments. But it is hard to, uh, you know, try and explain. There's a thousand ministers and it's always a majority. I mean, you think if there's, if there's 67 million people in the UK and 45 million get the jab, well, there you go. The, the minority is always going to lose. It's a majority over minority. That's your answer, you know. If they're all saying, well, they need to, the ones that are not having it need to stay at home while we have a normal life because they didn't want to have vaccination, then that's that's the protocol, isn't it? You know, because that's what they do. That's what the government, that's what politics is all about. That's what football is all about. One of the most, uh, one of the most spectators, one that put the most bums on the seat, same with singing. The ones that put the most bums on the seat are going to be the ones that come up top trumps because they're, they're putting more money into the economy. It's a majority, it's power, isn't it? Money is power. And that is exactly what it is. The minority are not going to go nowhere. Anyway, moving forward, we're going to have a quick break and then we're coming back to it. I'm talking about the, uh, I'm talking about how the Dutch go into lockdown. That was again, I was suggesting that last night. Austria, um, also Austria are putting fines on people that don't have the vaccination. So the government is the main power of any dominion of your country. It's what the government says goes. We're lucky in England. We've got we've still got a bit of freedom of speech, but the government are still in power. Government, Parliament is the biggest judiciary in the UK, and they're quite fair. They, they actually get everyone gets government support. NHS, you know, the children get free schooling for kids, but people still try and squabble over the sake of chips. You think, oh my goodness, was it really worth it? We're a free country, freedom of speech, but. The, Government want to take control of, of the vaccination. What is the matter with that? That's what that's what our government is a bit weak, and they need to strengthen up, which they're trying to do. But the minority sometimes overpowers them for whatever reason. I have no idea. Anyway. And COVID regulations. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp says he won't sign anyone who's unvaccinated in the January transfer window. He's described unjabbed players as a constant threat for us all. And the weather, cloudy for central and eastern areas with the odd spot of drizzle. Sunshine in the west that will develop in the east in places and a high of eight degrees. This is LBC. It was just another day in another week for Jenny. But as she listened to the radio, she was suddenly filled with an urge to escape. So Jenny pressed the green button and flew to Ireland's wild Atlantic way. She met the friendly locals of Cork's famous English market, indulged in the delicious fresh seafood of Galway, and explored the dramatic coastlines and picturesque landscapes of Donegal. Press the green button and fly to Ireland's wild Atlantic way this winter. Just over an hour from London's Stansted Airport. Experience one of those rare moments where you find everything you need and everything you desire. The new all-electric BMW range brings you the performance and handling you expect with all the styling, detailing and comfort you could wish for. From the new iX or iX3 Sports Activity Vehicle and i4 Grand Coupe to the iconic i3 Sports Hatch, the BMW all-electric range offers all the functionality you need. Find your BMW Electric. Discover more at your local BMW centre or search bmw.co.uk. Hmm, what the hello there, hummingbird. I was just doing a bit of online shopping. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, using top cashback? I wasn't. Great reminder. Hmm. <laughs> You're right. I did earn three hundred pounds last year. Hmm. <laughs> Indeed. What to spend my cashback on? Hmm. <laughs> What's wrong with my jumper? <laughs> Thousands of top UK brands pay us when you shop, and we share that cash with you. So, thinking of shopping online? Hmm. <laughs> top cashback. Welcome to the world of confusion helpline. Hey, I'm really confused. Sorry, I can't take your call right now. Oh. But if you're confused about freebies with complexities, you can go online and choose a confused.com reward with car, home, or van insurance from Halfords, IMO Car Wash, Little Plus, or Domino's. Yummy. Then you can say, "I'm not confused. I'm confused.com." Available on single annual policies. Little Plus app required. 18 plus excludes and ITNCs online. I run a bike shop. I've been bringing in stock from the EU for years, and next year I want to be doing the same. The rules might be changing, but my business isn't. Before you could delay your customs declarations, but from the first of January you can't. You've got to do it when the goods enter the country. So I'm starting right now. To keep your business moving, visit gov.uk/importgoodsintouk. Tom Swarbrick on LBC. Call 0345 6060973. 12:36 is the time now. Normally around this time of the year, the football calendar is absolutely bursting. It's one of the reasons why Boxing Day is my favourite day of the year because you've got the Christmas shenanigans out of the way, you've got the food that's still left over. You can dive into that. Plus, there's tons of football. This year might be rather different. Certainly this Saturday has been a disaster for the Premier League. Only one game took place and indeed the game today has been called off again because of Covid. A little earlier this week I spoke with the legendary footballer Peter Crouch who has recently returned to his former club, Dulwich Hamlet, to become the director of football. He hopes to reverse the club's fortunes as part of a wider attempt to save Britain's local football teams and the communities they belong to as of course many face difficulties following the Covid-19 Bear me a sec, guys. I've still got to share a few more car incidents. I've done a couple. And COVID regulations. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp says he won't sign anyone who's unvaccinated in the January transfer window. He's described unjabbed players as a constant threat for us all. And the weather, cloudy for central and eastern areas with the odd spot of drizzle. Sunshine in the west that will develop in the east in places and a high of eight degrees. This is LBC. It was just another day in another week for Jenny. But as she listened to the radio, she was suddenly filled with an urge to escape. So Jenny pressed the green button and flew to Ireland's wild Atlantic way. She met the friendly locals of Cork's famous English market, indulged in the delicious fresh seafood of Galway and explored the dramatic coastlines and picturesque landscapes of Donegal. Press the green button and fly to Ireland's wild Atlantic way this winter. Just over an hour from London's Stansted Airport. Experience one of those rare moments where you find everything you need and everything you desire. The new all-electric BMW range brings you the performance and handling you expect with all the styling, detailing wanna, and comfort um, you... Have a bit, you know, before we move on, because I don't want people, you know, coming away feeling, you know, hatred, not just against me. I'm, I'm just following suit, you know, I'm, I'm studying the law. I've got to follow suit with the law. Why should I not be a law-abiding citizen when I'm studying law? doesn't make sense, does it? So that's the reason why I'm following suit. Not because I'm a sheep, it's because I'm part of the union. It's what, you know, makes sense, isn't it? If you want to be expert in your job, especially doc doctors are not allowed to uh, work, you know, I don't think you're allowed to work in hospital unless you've had your vaccination. It's the same as it should be for footballers. 
you know, if it's a professional business, they should be made to have it. That's where they need to start. If they're going to make it mandatory for everyone, they need to start with the professional people to set an example. Um, in Turkey, you have to you have to serve in the army at a young age. I think it's from the age of 16. You have to do at least six months. So, you know, they've got mandatory rules over there with their, with their government um, things. So, you know, why people, um, why are these people paying attention? Because their government are weak. Not like coming out weak, they just do what, you know, if the minority cause a destruction, that's why they go with the majority. Uh, they go with the majority, but they will, you know, end up going, or oh, we'll, you know, leave some restrictions open so they, you know, the people that haven't had the vaccination can still have a life rather than force them to have it. So you've got to think yourself lucky if you haven't had your vaccination that we're not like Austria and other countries. I'm not sure what it's like in uh, places like Turkey and that. I don't follow every single country. But um, I'll get a brief read of the uh, news most days. So I do see what goes on. Anyway, what I was talking about in the Dutch just before we had the break. The COVID Dutch goes into Christmas lockdown over Omicron, the Omicron ro uh, wave. The Netherlands has begun a strict lockdown over Christmas amid concerns over the Omicron virus variant. I think we got up something like 90,000 um, reported as of yesterday. Non-essential shops, bars, gyms, hairdressers and other public venues are closed until at least 14th of January. Two guests per household will be allowed. To, um, will be allowed four over the holidays. Prime Minister Mark Root said the measures were unavoidable. Countries across Europe have been tightening restrictions as the heavily mutated variant spreads. I mean, we're not part of Europe. That's we got a member of Brexit. So we've got a bit of, we've got a little bit of, you know, independence from that uh, sector. Otherwise, we'd be following suit very, very shortly. But we still might be. Don't, don't rule that out. And don't, you know, I don't know anything, but don't rule that out because it has been spoken about. The new rules in the Netherlands are the strictest to have been announced over the Omicron so far. I stand here tonight in a sombrier mood. And lots of people watching it will feel that way too. Mr. Root told the news conference on Saturday to sum it up in one sentence. The Netherlands will go back into lockdown, lockdown from tomorrow. See, they're going to lockdown, they'll be the first ones out of it as well. Where will, will we go in, into the back of it, going into lockdown because it had been spread so much? Because people are so worried about arguing against the government and we are freedom, you know, a free country we give a bit to give a bit to the minority to have their rights and then we're going to lockdown anyway under the new restrictions people are being urged to stay at home as much as possible there are strict limits on the number of people who can who can meet a maximum of two guests aged 13 and over are allowed in people's homes this will rise to four people between 24 and the 26th of december and on new year's eve and new year's day i mean you know i sit here you know nearly every year doing exactly the same thing so i compare and contrast evidences from last from last year i said last christmas we're going to be exactly the same this year the r number is almost pretty much matching we had ninety thousand the omicron variant and january it picks up even uh, back to normal how, how it was last year guaranteed because january february is going to be our coldest time of the, uh, time of the year possibly in march we put out in a colder uh, month in march as it snowed last march Restaurants can continue to sell takeaway meals and non-essential shops can offer click and collect services. Meanwhile, all schools are now closed until at least 9th of January. 
I can now hear the whole of Neverland's sign. This is exactly one week before Christmas, another Christmas that is completely different from what we would like, Mr. Root has said. But he added, a failure to act now would likely lead to an unimaginable situation in hospitals. Earlier on Saturday, people rushed to do their Christmas shopping and the reports that the new measure were about to be introduced. It's too busy, but I'm coming before the Christmas holidays to pick up gifts. It seems like a new lockdown is coming. Ayman Mazzori told the AFP news agency, for weeks curfews have been placed in hospitality and cultural venues in the Netherlands in an effort to limit the spread of the Omicron. The Dutch National Institute for Public Health has reported more than 2.9 million coronavirus cases since the pandemic began and over 20,000 deaths. It says the Omicron variant is currently still, still accounts for a minority of coronavirus cases in the Netherlands, but spreading rapidly. Officials say it is expected to become a dominant variant by the new year. The head of the Dutch outbreak management team Jap van Dissel said the new measures would buy time, allow more people to get their booster shots and for the healthcare system to prepare for a possible rise in infections. As a country, we are, we are best protected if as many people as possible get booster vaccination, he said. More than 85% of 85% of all adults in the Netherlands have been vaccinated, but so far fewer than 9% have had the booster shot. Health Minister Hugo de Jongi said all adults would now get an invitation for a booster appointment by 7th of January. Several other European countries have now have also announced measures designed to curb the infections. France have imposed strict restrictions on those entering from the UK, the hardest hit country in the region with nearly 25,000 confirmed Omicron cases on Saturday. From 11 on GMT on Sunday, Germany will also ban British tourists and business travellers from entering the country. Europe has already seen more than 89,000 million cases and 1.5 million COVID-related deaths, according to the latest EU figures. There you go. There you go. Should we be following suit before Christmas? Obviously, you guys don't want, we want to spend time with families, but if we don't lock that lockdown now, we're going to be in lockdown, in a serious lockdown after Christmas. So, it's going to be, you know, inevitable that we're going in some sort of lockdown. If it's happening in Europe already, it's going to be happening here very, very shortly, believe me. 90,000 cases reported yesterday. Um, this is another thing that, Protest, people protesting, going absolute outrage. I mean, I've had critics, hatred all over social media. I'm not even, I'm not even making any, making this up. I'm just reading what I'm reading in the news. You know, you get shot at for being a messenger. Same as Boris Johnson. He's only a messenger. He's not, he's not the one that calls the shots. He encourages the shots with all the other thousand ministers, but he's not the one that calls it. It's the majority that call the shots. And these people in, in Parliament are there because they've done the years in the experience in university. They deserve to call the shots. Why don't they? I mean, if you've, if you've worked 10 years and been a milkman, you don't deserve to sit there on social media to call the shots. If you sat there 10 years in a bank, you don't sit, deserve to sit there and call the shots on social media. You know? 
you can't disable the people that you know the people that have been sitting there three, four, five. Some people six, six years. If you do part-time study, you'll be sitting there six years reading books. You know, plus they go about their day to day. Like I do, this is my voluntary job as well as work the church doors. You know, I'm not, I'm not a bum. I'm not one of those people that sit down a pub or um, sitting around friends. You know, causing mayhem in society, which overlooking society to put make them work in an orderly fashion. To put, you know, theoretically, we're trying to make the society better for our children to grow up in. Piers, Piers and Corbyn arrested over a video calling for arson. Arson is anything from like, I think six, six to six to twelve years, depending of the morale of the fire and the coincidence of the fire. Why was the fire set? Where, what did they? set a light to I mean he's talking about setting light to Parliament you know it, he's trying to spread that around a group get, you know getting a group gathering to go and ablaze Parliament he's gonna get, he could get a long time beyond, beyond bars for that being a messenger that is shocking has been arrested on suspicion of encoding people to attack MPs offices what MPs offices the Met Police said the arrest related to a video filming during Saturday's rally in London against Covid restrictions he was arrested in South London in the early hours of Sunday. The force did not name Mr Corbyn, however, it previously said it was assessing a video which appears to show him calling for direct action. The video shared on social media on Saturday evening appears to show a 74-year-old prominent anti-vaccination campaigner criticising MPs who supported the introduction of Plan B's measures. After decrying no scum, who have decided to go ahead with introduced new, uh, new fascism. He tells the crowd to find out if their MP supported the new restrictions. Plan B, which has approved in a vote on Parliament on Tuesday despite a Tory rebellion, includes the introduction of COVID passes, requiring proof of double jab or negative test to assess certain venues like nightclubs. Madness, madness, madness. Why would you cause crime, hatred or anything on anyone? Why would you? Why would you? In Essex life, like gents, in Essex life, Chelmsford at bar one. Anyone living in Chelmsford in local constituency of Essex, Essex bar, um, Essex crime, a man has been punched in the face at Chelmsford at bar one. Please are appealing for anyone with information to come forward. The war of law over violence is, you know, why would you criminate? Why would you criminate anything? You're gonna do. You're gonna get paid the consequences in life. A man was reportedly punched in the face at a popular Essex bar overnight. Officers attended at the bar one at the Molsham Street, Chelmsford, at 1:20 today, Saturday, December the 18th. It follows reports that a man has been punched in the face inside. The alleged victim, a man in his 30s, did not sustain any injuries and anybody, nobody has been arrested. Inquiries into the incident are ongoing, however. A spokesman for Essex said, we've received a report of a man being punched in the face inside the bar at 1. In Molsham Street, Chelmsford, at 1.20am this morning. Saturday, December the 18th. We arrived and found a man aged in his 30s who did not sustain any injuries. They continued, no arrests have been made 
and all our inquiries are ongoing. Anyone who witnessed the incident as all has information on it should submit a report. Not many people like to um, come forward and, you know, if they did say it, see anything and they know who done it, don't like to come forward and negotiate uh, the incident with the police. Don't know why. You need to stop these crimes when happen. People want a peaceful night out. Imagine your child goes out and gets broken nose or busted lip. You know, this trauma could affect them for the rest of their life. Why not come forward, you know, support the, support the people. Support the people, the innocent people that are trying to have a nice... Nice, quiet night out. These uh, metropods and lunatic asylums, you know, they need help, they need support to go in the right direction of life. You can also call the police on 101 and cite the incident 121 of December the 18th. Information can also be given independently charity, crime stoppers, anonymously on 0800 555 111. If you, if you might, someone might have the uh, visual evidence on their phone, they might took, a, you know, you know what groups of people do, they take pictures of violence thinking it's funny on their phone and the next day, next day realising what they've done. So why don't you just post a video to the rights <coughs> allegation team in the police? You can send an email, I believe. So send the visual over by email. So you'll leave it anonymous. Essex police arrive at the Hope Stabbing 99, uh, 99 call out only to find a person asking for a lift home. At least it was a hoax, but wasting um, taxpayers' money is not funny. It's not funny and delays people who call 999 for help. It's um, yeah, it's very, very stupid. Essex police scrambled to reports of a stabbing last week only to find out it was a hoax. The force control room said that officers have been called to the location of a reported stabbing at the end of the night shift last week. But after searching the area, none was found injured and police treated the incident as a hoax. Shockingly, one person at the scene of the hoax stabbing kept asking officers for their time. Explaining the incident, Essex Police Force Control Room tweeted, One call we had at the end of our night shift last week was reported of a stabbing. We had the location down to a pinpoint for the incident and officers went and searched the area and surrounding areas, paths, roads, etc. After a while, and speaking to anyone at the location and looking into the number which is called 909, it was treated as a hoax call. Acknowledging the seriousness of such a fake call, Essex Police said the hoax call takes up so many department resources and time. It's, it's unfair for, you know, they're working hard day in, day out to make your safety, you know, your safety of not just yourself, your children, every, your whole family's safety paramount. You know, you're having a good time with your friends, family, you get hot, you know, get high on narcotics or alcohol. So you think it's funny to call police for a lift home. It's not the police's duty to give you a lift home for your stupid antics. But also, if, you're, if your parents get robbed in the night, get all their stuff taken from the night, you want the police to support your family. But if you're giving your family a bad name, do you, do you, do you know, do, should the police go and support you? Should they support you when you most need them? They're going to end up punishing your parents because of your stupid behaviour. It's not funny and delays people who call 999 for help. Misusing the 99 system is a serious matter and face a maximum penalty of up to six months in prison or potentially a huge fine of up to 5,000. Um, well, there you have it. We're going to wrap the show up. I was going to have a little bit of a discussion on 
what they think is going to happen over Christmas with the COVID. Shall I do that? Would you like to hear a discussion? No, nah, let's leave it. I'm going to leave it. Um, I've got to get my speaker fixed on my, my iPhone before we do stuff like that because you're not going to be able to hear it because it only comes out of my headphones, unfortunately. But anyway, I just want to say thank you for coming through, supporting the show, proclamation and gatherings. I do have a lot of fresh news come through on my uh, e emails and stuff. So, um, yeah, appreciate your um, appearance. Sitting there, both preserved and observed. Makes you part of the Aristocracy social elite, doesn't it? You become observant. Observant in the propaganda. Some people don't like reading the propaganda. They don't like to know what's going on. They'd rather just be a critic and, you know, have no idea what's going on. But anyway, take care, God bless, and speak soon.